Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Ion Veterans ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome back to CBS Eye on Veterans. I'm Navy veteran Phil Briggs. And in our final segment, we're going to talk about transgendered issues among the veteran community and LGBTQ services available through the VA. Recently, VA Secretary Dennis McDonough announced that the VA is moving to offer transgendered veterans gender confirmation surgery. McDonough said it was the right thing to do and part of an effort to overcome the dark history of discrimination against LGBTQ service members. And here to talk more about what the VA is currently offering is Dr. Tiffany Lang, a clinical psychologist with the Veterans Health Administration. Doc, thanks for joining me. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. All right. Tell me more about the VA's Pride program. I know we're in Pride Month, but tell me kind of the 30,000-foot view of Pride and all who served. Yeah, so Pride and all who served or the Pride program began in January 2016. Um, meeting in a room filled with LGBTQ veterans who were talking about what they wanted to know about themselves in regards to identity and how sexual orientation and gender identity matter in healthcare. And so we partnered together with some needs assessments, feedback forms, um, and over the process of a year or two came up with a 10-week health education group. Um, the LGBTQ veterans were absolutely essential in figuring out what topics that are most relevant to them and identifying what services they wanted to learn more about within the VA. And then from there, we were able to receive um, an investment from VHA, VHA Innovators Network that helped us to spread the practice across, across the ecosystem. And it's been a rapid and exciting growth over a number of years due in part to provider and veteran kind of demand for the service. And so now we are in 32 VA facilities um, with plans for kind of national dissemination across the ecosystem. Uh, We'll get into the specifics of the program in just a second, but share with me a little bit about how many veterans have completed the program. 
Wow, we um, we have estimated since about 2018, close to 500 veterans have participated and benefited um, from the Pride program um, across various facilities. Right on. Now, how do they get involved? How does it like? What does it look like? The LGBTQ plus veteran. Uh, goes to the veteran care coordinator and then at their VA facility, they're enrolled in the program there or they have to go somewhere else for it? Or what does that look like? Yeah, that's actually the most common way that veterans get connected to the service. Um, The LGBTQ veteran care coordinator is a wonderful resource within the VA. There's actually at least one in every facility across the country. Um, Within kind of my own facility at the Hampton VA in coastal Virginia, veterans can get referred from any department, um, any service line. Since it's a health education group, they don't necessarily need to be enrolled in mental health, um, which I think is, you know, kind of the the power of of the intervention is that, you know, it it destigmatizes and, you know, it's not LGBTQ identity is not a mental health disorder. Um, It's all focused on kind of wellness and empowering our veterans to get involved in healthcare. Among the services that are available, I, I read that there's primary care and hormone treatment. Yeah, so um, veterans who identify as um, gender diverse who wish to pursue um, gender, gender transition interventions can receive an evaluation of readiness um, and to make that kind of permanent medical decision. And then a lot of times the hormone therapy is within kind of the endocrinology department. Sometimes that's within primary care, depending on the facility, um, but they can engage in, in hormone therapy for gender confirmation. Now, we just heard Secretary McDonough announce uh, about a week ago that they were going to begin to move to offer transgender veterans gender confirmation surgery. Uh, Is that something that is available right now or is that more in the works for the future? Yeah, so that's something that's kind of in the the works. I was just actually speaking to a, a veteran about this the other day um, in regards to, you know, the anticipated timeline that they're looking at. Is there a year or two to kind of put those policies in place? And the veteran was like, you know what, I want it done right rather than than quick. But it is absolutely an exciting thing to look at the the expansion of of kind of gender confirmation interventions. I see on the list of available services, uh, mental health and substance abuse treatment. Explain why that's factored into the LGBTQ services. Yeah, so those are actually part of the the larger comprehensive services within the VA. Um, A lot of LGBTQ veterans um, may not be aware that VA does provide affirmative care services across a number of different departments. And the unfortunate reality is that LGBTQ individuals um, may be more at risk for, you know, certain stressors or um, societal discrimination. And so with thinking about, you know, overall kind of care plans, we want to make sure that veterans have access to all the things that may be beneficial. And so the, the PRIDE program, what it does is it's kind of a, a care coordinated model. So veterans learn more about their identity and why that matters in regards to healthcare um, so that they can learn about different services within the VA, get referrals to those services and kind of build out a care plan with them at the center of it. And so some of these would apply to any veteran 
across the board too. Uh, when you look at the other services on this list, uh, things like treatment and prevention of sexually transmitted diseases, intimate partner violence reduction and treatment of after effects, um, cancer screening, these might be something that are not specific to LGBTQ plus veterans, but just across the board to veterans in general for better health. Right, absolutely. And then we focus on within the PRIDE program. Um, so you mentioned kind of intimate partner violence. So the VA does have an intimate partner violence coordinator at each facility. The PRIDE program, we have a, a session topic, uh, healthy relationships. And so the IPV coordinator will often co-lead that group with me to talk about, you know, what are some of the unique stressors that might come up in um, same-sex relationships and kind of like um, what they can do to, to be proactive in regards to getting resources, how do they identify a healthy relationship, um, and if necessary, how do they engage in, in safety planning and get access uh, to inclusive services. How do we integrate sexual orientation and gender identity into the overall care plan because it makes a difference in overall wellness? So they've kind of woven into the programming illustrations and examples that are not just, you know, the traditional Jack and Jill, husband and wife type examples, but uh, something that speaks to their community. Absolutely. I think, you know, the, the dialogue in society is oftentimes the fancy word for it is heteronormative, meaning that the assumption is that, you know, a lot of individuals identify as straight. And so what the pride program does is, you know, looks at a more kind of expansive view of what are healthy relationships, what are dynamics in healthy relationships, um, what are some of the unique stressors and also strengths of diverse relationships, um, and kind of, you know, providing that space um, to, to talk about, you know, natural variations and the human experience and empowering kind of love in all forms. And looking at the dynamics of all relationships, uh, there's just going to be certain things that need to happen, like mow the lawn, do the dishes. We're going to have to do certain things just to get along, regardless of what type of relationship you're in. There's a, un a universal equalizer there. I know Absolutely. It I'm taking out a lot of trash. I'm mowing a lot of lawns lately. Uh, one other thing on this list I wanted to note, uh, gender affirming prosthetic devices. Uh, can you expand on what those are? Yeah, that has actually been a resource within the VA for a number of years now. Um, and so when we think about gender confirmation efforts, it can go beyond hormones and surgical interventions. So affirming prosthetics things are, you know, things such as wigs, gaffs, binders, um, stand to -piece, packers. Um, all of those are an option for veterans if they, if they feel like that's going to help with kind of overall wellness and transition. Um, and kind of identity affirmation. It's viewed as part of the, the package for, for wellness and health. For the layman, can you expand on what specifically those prosthetics are? Gaffers, packers, things of that nature. Yeah, so just kind of a, a broad overview. So for, for some individuals, um, you know, if we're focusing on, on physical appearance and, you know, um, individuals navigating society, there are certain certain things that can kind of help with, with confidence um, and kind of identity affirmation. So um, a wig can be very beneficial in regards to, to personal appearance. Um, binders can, can help with adjusting bodily shape. Stand to peas can be very beneficial, as we know, even in regards to safety and utilizing the bathroom, um, you know, gaffs and packers and things like that. 
So for individuals, it can it can provide kind of an affirmative bodily shape and appearance without necessarily undergoing surgical intervention because surgeries aren't part of everyone's journey. Um, it can be just what is deemed right for the individual. And when we're doing kind of the, the pride, the pride group and pride intervention, that's what we emphasize is thinking about, you know, who you are as an individual. Um, what is your process for identity development and what do you need in order to feel like you're making progress in regards to, to wholeness, in regards to your overall care um, and, you know, tackling some of those healthcare disparities so that you can engage in all of the services VA has to offer. So there are prosthetics to help them not only comfortably look and appear in the gender they wish, but also to comfortably adapt to using the restrooms and uh, things of that nature. All right. So what are veterans saying about the program? Oh, that's the best part. That's the, that's the part that always pulls my heartstrings and, and motivates me to keep doing this work. Um, we have had veterans say that had they known that the PRIDE program was available, they would have come to the VA years earlier. We have a number of veterans who are surprised that this is, this is available to them, that it was designed by other LGBTQ veterans. Um, we've had veterans share that after participating in the pride group, they no longer want to kill themselves. Um, veterans sharing that now they feel like they have found their community, um, especially in regards to the, the intersection of LGBTQ identity and veteran identity. Um, so being able to, to connect and socialize and support um, one another who have similar experiences in regards to military service. Amen. And anything we can do to reduce veteran suicide is an important thing to do. Um, how do veterans get involved and get more information about the program? Find a lot of this information on the internet. So if they go to va.gov, um, they can locate LGBTQ patient services, identify who their LGBTQ veteran care coordinator is at their facility, who can help them identify what are those individual services that might be most beneficial for them. Um, and then, you know, if it's available in their, in their facility, they can participate in the PRIDE program. But as I mentioned, we are, we are growing pretty much every single day. So um, if the group is not there, you can ask for it and we will prioritize getting it to that facility. Is there a service connection that they need to prove here in order to get the treatment? Or is this just you just reach out to the veteran care coordinator and you can have it. Yeah. So in regards to, to eligibility, so veterans just need to be enrolled in the veterans health administration, and then they can reach out to their LGBTQ veteran care coordinator who can help them either with the onboarding process and getting involved in kind of the system and services um, and navigating that. We try, we try to reduce as many barriers as possible for getting engaged. Now, does this differ from the way the VA has previously looked at other medical conditions? Um, I think of those uh, that were affected by toxic exposures and uh, burn pits and how they had to prove some sort of service connection. Hmm. So I'm not, a, I'm not as versed on kind of the, the specifics in, in that regards, um, but I can speak to in regards to, to my home facility at the, the Hampton VA. Um, I have, because as an LGBTQ veteran care coordinator, my information is publicly available. And so veterans have access to email, my office number. And so they can reach out and say, hi, this is who I am. Please help me get connected. And we usually connect right away. I can either help them enroll in the system or if they're already enrolled in the system, I'm like, great. Do you want to sign up for the pride group? 
Um, and that, that tends to be very typical across the other, other facilities rather than, you know, having to prove service connection or anything like that. So, um, yeah, as long as they're enrolled in the VHA system, we'll strive to serve them. Dr. Tiffany Lang, your clinical psychologist with Veterans Health Administration down there in the Hampton Roads, Virginia area, where I served in the U.S. Navy a long, long time ago. Appreciate everything you're doing for all of our veterans. Thank you for your time and happy Pride Month. All right, so that does it for this week's show. Thank you for listening. Now, we'd love to hear from you, so follow us on Twitter at IonVeterans, or you can reach me at PhilBriggsVet. I'm always down to get your hot takes and spicy memes, and I'd love to talk to you every week, so please like and subscribe. Hell, even give us a review of the show, because the comments and reviews really help us tailor the show to you. Again, I'm Phil Briggs, Navy veteran and reporter with ConnectingVets.com in Washington, D.C. And I look forward to talking to you again on another episode of CBS Audio's Eye on Veterans. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Eye on Veterans ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. Get one of the most successful broadcasts in television history on your schedule with the 60 Minutes Podcast. Hard-hitting investigative reports, news, and culture maker interviews, and in-depth profiles are waiting for you in every episode. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus.